It's bonus time, where Honored Athletics LLC would allow us to present to you the audio version of their weekly Friday night YouTube series. Let's get to it and see what the crew has in store this week. You are tuned in to Athletics LLC with Lamar, Lucius, Big League Chu, him, my man Clyde, and the governor. You are about to be schooled in all things track and field. This is experience. Yes, sir. We are talking past, past present, present, future. future. Y'all listen up. Let's go. Hello, everyone. It's Athletics Athletics LLC Day. How come I can't say that word anymore? Three years later, I can't say the word. Every time. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> Ever. Sheesh. Anyhow, you know, it's just a little show that we do every week. Bring a little infotainment to bring that word back from Sir Lucius. Um, let's get started with introducing the tiles for the umpteenth time. Clyde, how are you today, sir? I'm good. And yes, I've heard the noise. Ties for Clyde will be back next week. I just have <laughs> to get the right one to bring it back. It will be back. Nice. So that means we have to start showering before shows again. <laughs> I mean, kind of, right? <laughs> Dang it. All right. All right. Lamar, the Diamond League finalist. How are you, sir? Uh, I'm good. I got to get my rest tonight. Get ready to uh, get after it tomorrow. What's tomorrow? Oh, the Diamond League finalist. I get it. Wow, that was stupid. Sorry. <laughs> I'm busy hosting a show, okay? Come on. Give me a break. <laughs> No, let's Governor, be let's be clear. It's fantasy football season, so I get it. I saw. Oh. It. Where, I mean, where was it? It's not, but where was whatever. it? Whatever. Sir Lucius, how are you tonight, sir? I am doing very, very well. I'm very well on the road again. SEC head coaches meeting, so I'm super excited about that tomorrow morning. Can't wait. <laughs> I'll Birmingham. make sure to edit that part, and I'll uh, Birmingham, Alabama. <laughs> I'll make sure that uh, all the cohorts of coaches and your upper division see that part. We'll make sure to glorify I, that one. I'm glad y'all are still doing it in person. We had ours today via Zoom. It's not it's not as fun as in person. Well, I'm glad you're glad because I'd much rather be sitting at home on <laughs> Zoom tomorrow, sitting in my office. You know? Tell the truth. It's better. It's better in person, though. Oh, the shenanigans will be much better in person. That's, good. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. They're not trying. That's so funny. There will, will be shenanigans. Has there ever been an SEC meeting with that was sans shenanigans? Um, not one that I've been to. So. No. <laughs> <laughs> you were at the first one, right? What? <laughs> that was, I like, you could see the moment you realized what he said. Yes, well, really play, well played, sir. Well, thank <laughs> look, thank you. Oh, governor, so governor. we're just gonna be we're gonna start off tonight with that. Okay. <laughs> okay. This is gonna be the first time that you all see Sir Lucius come through your screen and enter back into Lamar's screen and say pew 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 pew. <laughs> governor, know. how are you tonight, sir? Doing good. Um We've gotten through day one of Camp Fun. And, um, <laughs> Camp Fun for coaches. 
<laughs> yes, we're 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 in a good spot. So I'm I'm ready to go. Awesome. Yep. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, I, I, I that's definitely relative to who you're asking and who's asking the question. <laughs> mm -hmm. I had a coach ask me today, are you working out too? And I'm like, no, that's how hot it is out here. <laughs> I'm sweating mm -hmm. too. <laughs> yeah. No, I just set out some cones and wheel to wheel. I'll be good. So anyhow, well, um, like we like to do on this show we like to bring up some topics answer some questions start some foolery you know just the huge the huge so uh we will start tonight's show with a little bit of track is back um intended to lead us up into the diamond league final preview for tomorrow and the next day so i mean some pretty crazy things happen over the weekend uh you know what i'll jump American in there record or two something like that yeah yeah you know yeah like you know uh, on her way to retirement and going to have a baby and have a family and, you know, <laughs> fond farewell to the sport. Kara Winger <laughs> drops a 68-11 uh, Diamond League record on everybody. It was like, I just wanted to show you guys I could really throw far after two knee surgeries. <laughs> hey, honestly, that was the highlight of, you know, the last little segment of time for, for all things track and field for me. Like, that was phenomenal to watch. And because I was watching the Peacock Network, I saw it live with with proper uh, announcing, and it was great. Like, if you weren't already a fan of Kara Winger, and, and most people, I would ponder to say, found out about her this year, unfortunately, because the World Championships were at home because of what she did. Like, it's just a phenomenal story, and I'm glad she's getting some very late and well-deserved shine. I mean, just a little tiny snippet the first time Kara Winger broke the American record in the javelin she tore her ACL on that throw madness <laughs> madness limped off the runway was like yeah I'm done throwing for the day <laughs> and, and you know I what? think that you know when you talk about what she's doing I mean I think we and we discussed a little bit before the the American women in the throws are stepping up all year long you know they've been phenomenal yeah. yeah, they really have. Kara Winger is my spirit animal. She 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 embodies what it means to go out with a bang, and not to become a sports psychologist or anything like that. But the question that that is is lingering out there um, is, you know, from a coach's standpoint, from a sports psychologist standpoint. What has led her to finally show what she's capable of doing? And I, and I would hazard to guess that there is zero pressure on her. She's made her announcement. She's made it clear to the world. Okay, I'm done. And in my opinion, I mean, that those hangups, those things that may have been pulling her back, the anxieties, the, you know, the stress, all of that, it's gone. And you just seeing this young lady just unleash. And I'm here for it. I mean, she's literally doing what we, you know, we were all kind of thinking Serena was going to do after those first two matches. Like, <laughs> just come with it, you know, just, just have fun. And, you know, I think in the third round, I mean, Serena definitely, you know, 
ended up going to a set longer than she needed to, right? All that being said, um, kudos, kudos to Carol Winger, kudos to her coach uh, and her support staff to, to getting her to, to this. And to walk out of there as an American record holder, come on, man, that's, it's beautiful. Yeah, and, and let's be real, the javelin doesn't get a lot of uh, time and attention and airtime, right? If, if, you're, if you have Peacock, for example, go back and watch the replay because one of the cool things that they do is they show the throws from different angles. And there's one shot of Kara from a head on releasing that thing and just the force mm -hmm. that she mm -hmm. lets out. One, it's beautiful. Two, you could totally see how she ripped up her ACL. <laughs> it's it's like oh my god like that looks like it really hurts yeah yeah <laughs> when she funny, when she recoiled that. it was like mm. yeah. yeah what i thought was most striking about that angle is right when she got ready to start the throw she had a big ass smile on her face mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> she's like oh this is gonna be fun <laughs> <laughs> yeah and, you know, like there's something cathartic about emptying the tank, you know, it's, uh, it's kind of cool. What else went down? What else, what else, what else caught her eye over the weekend? Um, Grant Fisher, that his name? Oh yeah. Hey. Who's that? 3K, 5K, 10 I know, right? See, look, I, I have a new, I knew have a new, I have a new found love for the distances. Oh, And like, I pay okay. attention for them now. Now, give me a 10K every once in a while. I'll spread that bad boy out because I don't need to go to the snack bar that many times in between. Look, a 10K, <laughs> a 10K at the world athletics level is fun. I don't care who, yeah. it, where no you're question. at. Absolutely. I do agree. They know how to do it right, man. I mean, <laughs> you know, I've, I've got memories of Brussels, you know, when they bring out the African band and you, you just hear the drums the entire time. 25 laps you look up and you're like oh my gosh they're clipping away 63 yeah. 62 and you're just like my goodness that is fun how how that is fun but yeah you could figure out how to do that over here oh well so i thought i thought uh, i think he is going to start that tonight no, <laughs> no start that tonight grant fisher was phenomenal and he's been phenomenal all year long you had the misfortune at the World Championships where the case is about to challenge for a medal. He got tripped or he tripped himself or whatever the heck happened. But yeah, um, I mean, I don't, I'm not sure who's, who he's training with, but whoever it is, man, they're, they're, he and his coaching staff or whatever, whoever he's working with are doing a phenomenal job. And yeah, they, they need to be so commended. I, for I'm, I'm going to throw this out there and totally willing to be wrong just because I was wondering it earlier when I saw the still shot of his uh, celebration photo. From the uniform, it looks like he's part of the Bowerman Track Club. So I just looked it up. It says he's with Bowerman. Okay, good. Wow. So I was, yes, I was hoping I wasn't going to get that wrong. So, <laughs> you know, listen, it, I've seen people and we've had this conversation on the show a little bit, right? Like, are we celebrating the athletes like Glenn, like, like Fisher, because they're the best thing that we have? or because they can actually play at that level, right? And this year, I think he's proven that he had, that he really can play at that level. And so to have him in this moment moving forward makes me excited to watch the event, right? 
I totally understand the 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 conversation where it's like, oh, but we don't we're not in the medal play. Go watch that race from Eugene. He was ready to challenge for mm -hmm. said medal before he got tripped up. Yeah. Would he have pulled it off? I have no idea. But he was ready. He was running a brilliant race. He was right there in the mix. So if we have him moving forward, hopefully it'll bring along some others along the way. But he's had a phenomenal season. I like watching him. Okay, so I have a question. What events are we looking forward to um, as we look forward to the Grand Prix final that Lamar is going to participate in? <laughs> right? Because uh, as we shoot this, the Diamond League final starts tomorrow, right? Yes, it right. does. Well, I think the, the Diamond League final is always an interesting thing because this year it seems like everybody's going to show up to run. Right. In, in many years, it's it's you can't even prognosticate about the Diamond League final until you know what the start list is actually. But it seems as if you know all the, all the major players are going to be running. Um, you know, look, I, I I guess I would be lying just as a fan. If, if I didn't want to, if I didn't say I really want to see like what Shelly Ann will run in the Diamond League final on the fastest track in the world. I mean, that's mine. Because let's be real, she didn't have to do it this way, right? She got her world championship again, solidified any debate about where her status was in the world. She didn't have to keep on pursuing it this way. She didn't have to keep busting people's heads all summer just to get here. She don't need the money. So I feel like she did all of this to drop whatever she thinks she can drop in this race. And the, the way the season has gone for the women's hundred, it's, you know, at least for the most part, it looks like it's going to be a good race until she pulls away if she can, right? So I think the women's hundred is one of the best races in the meet. I think the hardest event probably to pick is, as always, the women's 100 hurdles. Because who wants to pick that? <laughs> I mean, I mean, I know, listen, I, I understand the world record holder will be there, but I mean, Jasmine Poncho Quinn just ran 1227 on one of the slower tracks on the in the Diamond League circuit. Touche. Right? And Touché. so that will be very, very interesting. Um, I think to me, the most intriguing, like, holy cow, there's actually something going on over there is the men's shot put, right? I mean, real quietly, nobody's paying attention. Tom Walsh beat uh, Krauser. Yeah. Yep. Right. So, like, it's not a foregone conclusion as it has been for the last three years. And, and you know, lest I get accused of this, I certainly am not going to overlook Joe Kovacs ever again. So, <laughs> Mark, man, it's about time you get big jokes. <laughs> you know, so so an event where you know it used to just be like, let's go see how far Ryan can throw, may actually be compelling again. Um, yeah, I I I think the shocker of the meet is Noah Lyles is going to run a lot faster than people think he is. How, you how, watch easy, how, how easy did that 995 look to you? Yeah, like there's there's something brewing in that camp. He's, he knows how to start all of a sudden. 
Well, we saw that coming, right? We talked about that back in indoor, right? Yeah, when he ran yeah. the sixties. Yeah. No, 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 no. This is a different dude. Uh, no, totally. That that dude indoors, I wasn't impressed with. This dude, I'm very. <laughs> no, no. All I'm saying is, from a start perspective, it was obvious. I know at the time. exactly what you're saying, but you go back and watch that dude start and watch this dude start. Two different people. So, Sir Lucius, are you are you predicting a uh, another American record in the two hundred? Yeah, I am. Ooh, oh, I'm loving this. Okay. Okay. It's it's Zurich. No, hundred percent. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it's Zurich. And and see, is is Mikey showing up? If Mikey and Ariana are both there, and I believe they are, yeah, I know Ariana. I mean, I don't have to worry about that. One. I know Ariana. But if Mikey shows up too, he will have company with eighty to go. He is not on the start list. Um, Mike, he's not. He is not. The start list is Richards, uh, Ogando, the Dominican, Noah, Arian, the Italian, Andre DeGrasse, Aaron Brown, and Kenny Benderick. Benderick's hurt, isn't he? I mean, he on the list though. He, he I mean, definitely how many was hurt. Are, how, many, how many people? How many people are on that list? Three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Sir Lucius, okay. that, that's uh, weird. You, you understand you just have to show up to get a paycheck. I know. I, know. <laughs> I do. Hey, well, let's one. be clear. You know why they did that, right? Because, I mean, somebody is going to show up to Diamond League Final to get lane one. Mm -hmm. And so the only, the only compelling reason you could get them to actually show up is to pay them. Right. Because why else would you show up? Right. I'll I, I tell you what, I'll tell you what start list I'm least impressed with. The men's hundred looks lame. Mm -hmm. Like for it to be a diamond league final, this is lame, lame, lame. Well, obviously Fred's not in it. Who else is not in it? Okay, here's the list. Uh, uh, respectfully, a person I cannot pronounce from what looks like to be Sri Lanka. Yeah. Johan Blake, Trayvon, Aaron Brown, Canada, DeGrasse, Canada, Kyrie King, USA, Reese Prescott, Great Britain, and Simbine from South Africa. Simbine. Simbine. <laughs> hey, until he run fast when it matters, I'm going to say his name the way I say it. So, um, no, so no Bracey? No, no Bracey, no Fred, no interest in this race. <laughs> no Bromel? Bromel's in it. Bromel's in. Oh, he's in, okay. So once again, like we, we keep circling back to, you know, what you, you have, what the viewing public wants to see, and then you have what the Diamond League organizers are saying, this is what it takes, right? For instance, if you look at the qualification standards on the woman's side, Talu is leading the points. Absolutely. 28. Absolutely. Sherika's but, 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 but at this point, the points don't matter. Points no, 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 no. What I'm saying, though, is that, you know, the points matter to get there, right? right. No. But now, and I agree, but now that they're there, they don't matter. Like, just yeah, points, yeah, yeah. You get, so you get. All, I'm, all I'm saying is this, like, you know, for, you know, for Twinisha Terry at 13 points, or Dina Asher at 13 points, Aaliyah Hobbs at 13 points, like, are they looking at that situation and going, okay, like, could I have done more? Or am I not understanding what it takes to get there? Well, but, but, but Governor, but, uh, that's my point. Like, it doesn't matter. So, so like, how many points does it take to get there? 
So the the least amount of points was twelve was twelve points. Twenty. Oh, so the three people you so the three people you talk about they're there, right? Yes. So so yeah, TT, TT's about, in. TT's in. Aliyah's in. What yeah. I'm saying is to you guys is like it doesn't matter because they're there. So they're not thinking about what it takes more because you can be the lowest point getter, but you get there and win the race, you get the big prize, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Exactly. So, so, so to answer the governor's question, I would say that the eight women on the line are saying they did exactly what they were supposed to do because mm -hmm. they got a lane. Exactly, yeah. right. right. Now, some of them played, you know, fast and loose with getting in. <clears throat> and I mean, at, at the end of the day, you're talking about Diamond League points, right? And and I'm not I'm not trying to be funny, but seriously, Shakari ran two Diamond League races mm -hmm. all year. Mm -hmm. And if not for her second place in Oregon, yeah, she wouldn't even be here. Yeah, that performance got her enough points to get her to this line because otherwise she didn't run enough races to get out there, right? So, at the end of the day, as long as you find a lane, I guess you did it right, right? Yeah. I think Talu ran in every single competition. Yeah, I, I feel like she has run like 641 it. races this year. Yeah, well, I, I think it, it'll be another, you know, when it's all said and done, another great Diamond League final. I think I, I'm, I want to see what Mr. Warholm has at this year. I want to see if he fights back. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that'll, that'll be an interesting, an interesting race because Mr. Dos Santos is just not having it right now. And uh, Rye has disappeared. So Camp LA has disappeared because Mike is not in anything and Rye is not in anything. And unfortunately, the Viking is not racing either. So this oh. is a Santos show. No, we know who's winning that race. Right. So no, no, that's the second worst list that I the hundred is still worse, but I'm not feeling the foreign hurdle list at all. Yeah, yeah it's pretty mediocre with the exception of that one entry. Not not to be not not to be outdone by the women's list because it's Femke. And I mean Lil is running. So at least there's somewhat of a race there. She ran 53 the other day, running. didn't she? Yeah. Huh? Dalila yeah. just ran 53. Yeah. Yeah, I mean okay, oh, so, on paper. Okay, oh, all right. So okay, <laughs> hold, 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 hold. can I be the first one to say this? 53 ain't fat. So we can yeah. I mean, not, you're right. But at least okay, there's so a we, name we, on the track. Like, 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 Bowl ran 52, ran 52 whenever she gets ready. So oh, yeah, not I think it's going to be close. not going to be close. not going to be close. So, you know, I mean, I obviously do is going through some things. I hope she gets it straight. But the 53-second version of her is not going to challenge Bowl at all. No. no. Any shape for it like, like the, the funny thing, for it to be a Diamond League final, right, and we all understand, it's the end of a, of a very strange season in which we opened with the world championship right so some of these events are awesome and some of them are just lacking the competition the women's 800 hodgkinson's running yeah a thing ain't out there so has she I'm, run since world i think she ran once once but you know i only time i've seen her since world is a picture of her and her boyfriend kissing in Times square that's <laughs> <laughs> Right. Hey, um, that's oh, all man. I've seen. Why are you shaking your head at me? That's all I've seen. <laughs> so, man, how, how about honest. this? How about this one ten uh, hurdles final? 
I literally just pulled that yeah. up. That's one of the better races in the meet. Absolutely. Yeah. Rod mm-hmm. Bell. That dude is the real deal. Now. That dude is the real deal. Yeah, Broad Bra- Bell's been actually quite impressive this year. Yes. Yes, he has. Probably the most consistent of the pros, I would say. He's, he's... What was he at Worlds, though? Was no, it on the team? He, he didn't make the team. He make, yeah, he wasn't. He, on the he team. was at. I, I was the first one to get to see him with my own eyes because he was at Commonwealth, and I was like, "How is Jamaica have another thirteen flat hurdle?" Yeah. Wow. He's no. He's really. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the the only protagonist missing from the men's hurdle race is, is still, you know, trying to figure out his football life. But everybody else is in the hurdle race. So that that's going to be one of the better races for sure. You know, it's funny that you mentioned that really quick. Like, Devin Allen obviously is a very good football player and obviously is very fast, right? He picked maybe the worst roster to to try and make and play. <laughs> you know what? We we could we could pause there for a second. Uh, can you can you go a little further on that? Why why do you say that? Okay. So, they are they got rid of the first round draft pick that they had cuz he was trash, right? And then they brought in AJ Brown and they have Devontae Parker. Right? Uh-huh. Okay. That ain't the only th- those aren't the only two receivers on that team. No, but the, the Eagles <laughs> receiving room isn't exactly awesome. But Devin Allen's not a slot guy. Mm-mm. He only plays the X and the Y. Well, he's going to have to get past that, obviously. <laughs> he's going to have to uh, adapt and evolve. Like I said, of all the rosters, like there's there's eight rosters that need Devin Allen badly. Oh, and, and I, you know, he might get picked up. There's still there's still time for that. Oh, right? no, he made the roster, didn't he? He's on the team. He's on the practice squad. He got caught. Yeah, he got cut and put on the practice squad. So somebody else could come snatch him up. And like okay. you said, there, there's a whole lot of teams that could use Devin Allen. So we are all rooting. The the practice squad is like six grand a week, just for those who don't know. (laughs) Right. How was Dendy? How was Dendy feeling, Sir Lucius? Is he ready to to? Yeah, he. I was able to 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 witness some pretty good, very good practice sessions from him. So I I think that he's ready to rock and roll, man. Oh, there you he, go. He, I think he jumped, he jumped seven. He jumped seven ninety or seven ninety three, literally right off the plane. Like he got there that morning and mm-hmm. jumped that that evening. Yeah. Oh wow. Because because I guess there was whatever airline he was on had some pilot strikes. So like, oh. <laughs> they they couldn't get him there, but he got there at the last minute and got just got on the runway and jumped. So he was good. Nothing better than the European pilot strikes. Gotta love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> So there's about to be a Gabrielle Thomas sighting. I was gonna say Gabby's running. I didn't She's realize she was healthy. Well, that'll be that'll be nice to see her end yeah. her season on the track, right? Absolutely. The women's two hundred is actually a pretty solid field. I mean, I I think we all no one's gonna pick against Sharika, right? But other than that, it's a solid field. Gabby's back in there. Kim Boozy's in there. Jenna's in there. Tamar Clark. Clark. Dean is obviously down. She's she's out for the time being. So yeah. Get on Peacock. That, do you think that the women's triple jump field is grand enough to do something big? I mean the Rojas, women's, Rojas. 
for Rojas. Yeah. I'm sorry. Let me say for Rojas to do something even bigger than what she's been doing. I mean, Rojas competing by herself. Like, but like, listen, Rojas if there's any there, deal, it doesn't matter whether Rojas can get her on the board. If right. her run is right, the only thing that keeps her from not being the Rojas we know and love is when her run's jacked up. And if her run is right, expect something big. You just just watch her warm up. If the run is right during the warm up, just. I mean, and, and I don't I don't mean this in any kind of disrespectful way because I've actually been really impressed with all of the top women in the triple jump. But let's be clear. If there's any field where you could bet how you know it's going to go, it's the women's triple <laughs> Rojas is going to win. And the men's Megan's going to get second and Tori's going to get third. That's going to happen. Yeah. Got it. And and then as far as the men's triple jump, I mean, it's pretty much a Cuban affair. Uh, sure. I mean, you have, you have the three Cubans and then Picardo. <laughs> right. I mean, yeah. but like I'm looking at this field. I mean, there's six long jumpers. That's six triple jumpers. That's it? Yeah, that was yeah, they're, going, they're going short and sweet. They ain't, want, they ain't bother <laughs> inviting the riffraff. <laughs> they're like, look, it's tough enough to get solid jumps out around here, so let's go <laughs> bro the horizontals this year overall with the exception of Rohan, right the women's triple jump put that aside all the rest of the horizontals this year are bad mm. just bad yeah yeah um real quick before we change channels um can we can we chew can you put us on the clock can we get 90 really good seconds to discuss uh the challenge that was laid by uh uh the the the, the goat female 100 meter sprinter against the goat male pole vault oh yeah oh i'm here for that i'm here i mean listen i will purchase tickets and popcorn and be in the front row for a shelly ann versus mondo race in 100 with blocks <laughs> hundred percent here for that if you if you didn't see it find the the youtube clip it's hilarious so at the last diamond league pre-conference shelly being shelly started teasing mondo about his 100 meter pr and basically mondo said oh i could beat you though <laughs> and shelly was like well we, we set it up and i think i would take mondo but i'm still here for it i want to see it <laughs> So I don't know who it was, someone on the internet did an analysis and said like, Shillian would have him call, I'm just gonna make up numbers because I don't remember them off the top of my head, to 40 meters. Oh, he'd have to run Mondo, her down. Yeah, he would absolutely have to run size, her down. <laughs> he would roll over on her, but yeah, they, someone did an analysis and it's it's definitely entertaining to even like envision happening because you can or i could anyways mondo don't want to see shelly in the 60s why does so holistically unentertained by this <laughs> <laughs> he looks like he is bored by the conversation okay watch this, this. i got him i got him sir lucius whatever you think mm -hmm. of spectacle and it is and would be a spectacle it would be a spectacle 100 it's a better mm -hmm. spectacle than dk metcalf running at mount sack so i'm here for it Okay, so you act like I was interested in that. I know you weren't. <laughs> that's why you should embrace this. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, this is at least interesting. Tom foolery at all either. I mean, this well, is you at know, least look, interesting. I, 
I what I liked about it was because actually Shelly Ann asked him what his PR was. Yeah. And then she asked him, Do you think you could beat me? And he said, Of course I do. You know? Yep. Which so I love the fact that he didn't back down. And, you know, knowing Shelly Ann as I do, she really thinks she can beat him. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. She absolutely. <laughs> The and best I mean, part was when she was counting the years. <laughs> oh, no, it was, years it's, a great, it's a great clip. <laughs> that was it's, hilarious. It's totally worth your time to go find that clip on YouTube. Yeah, it was good. All right. That was two minutes, by the way. But anyhow, yeah. who knows what two minutes is without a stopwatch. So um, we actually had two questions from the audience um, stemming from conversation. Uh, if I knew your real name, I would say it, but it's all the way. Um, per YouTube. So can both the quality and broadcast of the field event finals at major meets be improved if only eight athletes went straight to finals from the qualifying rounds instead of the usual 12? That is question one. So the quality well, let's, of the- let's, 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 Okay, so let me, let, me, let me say this. Like the quality of the broadcast, no, it's not gonna be improved because they're still gonna show the same the same amount of the event. Like whether you have eight people or 20 people, it's, it's for the executive producers of the world <laughs> to get this done, right? So I, I, look, I love the question and I, and I think this is just a, side, a sideways way of saying, okay, let's show more field events and let's just say, let's show more field events because they should be shown, right? But I don't think cutting the sticks is gonna make them show them anymore because it's, you know, for eight or whatever it is on, but it's like it's four people and they're and they're still just gonna show what they want to show. But I think that they need to find a way. I love the the channels like Peacock and even some of the other networks who are showing field event channels and you just get to watch the field events. Mm -hmm. That's the answer to the question is just highlighting the field events, giving them their own platform. <laughs> and my soapbox days are off. I'm I'm off the soapbox. <laughs> I I think it's yes and no for me. And I definitely want the other two here to close on this topic because they're going to be much more articulate on this than we will be. I do not think it changes the quality of the coverage at all. Quality of coverage is a decision. And I don't understand why eight versus 12 would render better decisions. If you want to cover it better, follow the European athletics model and stop doing our version of it. Though I do think it, it, I do think it might be able to improve the quality of it. Maybe because to, uh, to the governor's point earlier about Kara Winger, if you go into the final knowing you're gonna get all six jumps, the pressure to not screw up the first three would be a little bit less. And therefore, maybe people could relax a little more and just go do what they do. Maybe. Mm. Uh, well, you definitely got to go last. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I'll, I'll say this. Um, I think most people who have done a field event feel like the semifinal feeling is useless and it always cracks the rhythm of a of of the competition like 
it's obviously a stressor to get to be in the top 12, but nothing has really happened because basically the next day you start all over and you got to be in the top eight to get your final three jumps. And there's eliminating those four people on day one would eliminate the walk of shame and the, the and the 35 minute break between prelim and final on day two, which is really semi and final. So I actually, personally, I think that would actually be a huge bonus. It would make qualifying far more, far more compelling as well. Um, it's only four places, but it's a lot harder to be in the top eight and to be comfortable in the top eight than it is to be comfortable in the top 12. Um, the, the, and so I, I think it would improve the competition as you've both pontificated upon, and so I don't need to really add to it. The, the broadcasting is a choice. I mean, like literally all they have to do is like pick a European track meet, watch it, and then literally duplicate it. <laughs> like pick any one and be like, oh, that's how we should do it? Okay. And it would be better in the US. So that's a choice. Um, and it's a lazy choice. But, I, from, but for me, I think <clears throat> making qualifying more compelling is a huge bonus. And then having eight people with six, six bullets and let's just see how you get your gun off. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be here for that. I'd be here for that. So um, I agree. I couldn't agree with you more, uh, Lamar, because the one of the, the like the main complaint and the complaint that we're hearing from you know, the execs or whoever it is that's making these decisions is that the horizontal events, you know, are, are now rendered, they're, they're now boring, right? They're now like, <clears throat> for whatever reason, it's not garnering the same amount of attention, uh, attention that it used to, da, 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 da. Um, I can remember one of the most exciting, you know, qualifying final events that I've ever seen um, in the long jump competition. And it was at Drake Relays. And at Drake Relays, there was a prize money uh, amount attached to each round. Yes. yes. A great oh. idea. It was a great so, idea. So if you were about the dollars, you were lining up every single time. Now let's not Let's not even disregard the fact that it was 40 degrees and pouring rain that day. Nobody cared. Nobody <laughs> cared. Nope. They lined up and they got after it. And it was a competition every single round. Right. And I, I never forgot that. I mean, that was, I mean, that was, I don't know how many years ago. But as as Lamar so eloquently put it when you take away those four spots and you know those people that are actually doing the math and going okay uh i could fit into 11 here right now they've got to figure out how to get eight. Oh my gosh you literally would have two different competitions going on on two different days and i mean i'm here for it i'm here for it um, now on the final day, I mean, yeah, I mean, six jumps for all the marbles. 
I mean, I, I think you would see much more uh, attention to detail. I see, I think you'd see people trying to go after it earlier. Um, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm in favor of it. I think you ask any field of runner, would you like to have six jumps with no reordering or anything else? They would say, yeah, I'll take that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, so like from, from episode one, I can try to go, go give it everything I got and not be concerned with a foul. Sure. Let's do yeah. that. Let's do that. Yeah. Nice. Um, correcting myself. Um, user's name is all in the game, not all the way. I don't know where I got that one. So all in the game. Once I learned your real name, I'll refer to you as your real name. Um, second part, uh, in reference to the governor looking up sub 11 the other week, um, the investigation of sub 22s were commencing. And in the 2001 season, there's only been three seasons Oh, since the 2001 season, there's only been three seasons where more than three women ran sub-22, four in 2015, eight in 2021, and 11 so far in 2022. Why has that number been so low since 2001, and why the sudden uptick in the last two years? It's got to be the shoes. What about COVID? That was, a, that was a reason for the longest time, the longest month and a half, right? No. It's just the shoe. <laughs> it's just the oh, shoe. It, it, it clearly was COVID for it. Like that was the talking. And, and 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 listen, we we all we all like the notion and believe in you know COVID provided this rest and everybody got to train more. We're all here for that, and I'm sure there is substance to that. But the number one reason, if you want a pie chart. It's like 80% the shoes and 20% whatever else you want to throw in there. <laughs> and that's okay. Weren't, but weren't the shoes, were, did the shoes come out before COVID or after? The did shoes they debuted for Tokyo. Yeah, they did. Yeah. The shoes debuted for Tokyo. <clears throat> so, yeah. It's the shoes, folks. Technology, evolution of science. It's okay. I think and, what I find most interesting about the shoes is, is this. This isn't the first time shoe companies have done this. It's just the first time that they've gotten away with it. So, so Lucius, this is your generation and I'm really not being funny. I'm not. I never saw these spikes in person, but I would imagine that you did. The, the I think they were called brush spikes and they had like, they had like, I've seen a pair because um, John Carlos, maybe somebody broke a world record in them and then the world record was disallowed. But the spikes on the bottom had like 16 or 20 spikes and they went in juxtaposition to each other. So they went, you had spikes going this way and spikes going this way, right? Mm. And whatever the science was that- that More made, grip. Yeah, sure. Whatever the science was that was disallowed because not enough, you know, it, it, I think, you know, these were one of one type shoes or like three of three. And, and so they, they disallowed the world record, but I, it is wild to me when it is obvious that there's a technological advancement that changes the, the number of people that do things in, in, in the sprint events 
And you know it is because there's no other common thread, right? You got people who have run under 20 seconds on four different continents from four different continents. They're not, you got like 12 different training groups. Like, you know what I mean? Like there's no, nothing you can sew between it other than just look at their feet. You know, everybody is running in a carbon fiber plate. Be it, Nike, and you be it Nike's with the bubble or Adidas with the cushioning or, you know, whatever it is, it's at the point now where you have to. Yes. I mean, it's 2%. The science says it's 2%. So if it's 2%, no, none of us are good enough to be like, eh, I'll give y'all 2%. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Two two percent makes and breaks careers. <laughs> so I mean, two percent is a hundred percent the difference between a gold medal and a bronze medal, and the difference between a bronze medal and no medal. Hundred percent. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I I um I remember bringing this up. I think it was last week <clears throat> about how this hasn't translated to the four. And you know, it it I find I mean that's a whole different topic altogether, but um the it is clear it is clear and we're probably seeing a lot of the difference being made on the turn and what these athletes are capable of doing uh without the shoes and what they're doing now with the shoes um obviously i think there's energy that's being saved i think that there's because there's so much more response off the track they're not dying as much and they're not tailing off you know when you know when we're getting to from 150 on um so yeah i mean i think we're going to see more of this i think it's i mean i think this is just the beginning uh because it's it's you know you can't tell me that technology is just going to stop here you know i mean it i mean i don't know if we're going to get into f1 you know, uh, you know, competitions now with shoes and, and this and this and that. But yeah, I, I can see that happening. I mean, yeah, for sure. Let's just put, if you put carbon fiber plates and high jump shoes, you put, you're going to get more injuries and higher jumps. If you put, you put carbon fiber plates and long jump shoes, it's a wrap. Mm -hmm. Oh, no, no, no. They, they're in the long jump shoes right now. At least they're in the Nikes. Wow. Well, it's not helping the long jump. Right. That, that's yeah. the interesting thing. It's not, it doesn't seem to be helping the horizontal. But see, they, they haven't. So when it out. comes to the horizontals, neither COVID nor the shoe is helping this out. I, no. I think, I think what's necessary in the horizontals is to take the bubble out and use the carbon fiber plate. Well, I, I'll say they're this. Both in there, no, I'll you got to take the bubble out for okay. it to work in the long jump. Here, here's what I'll say. I think the the additional help in the long jump shoes uh it means that you have to position yourself differently off the board you cannot treat it like it's a regular shoe that just you know you're just flatly hitting the board no you have got to put yourself in a, and I, that, I think athletes really haven't figured out what the optimal position is as far as the takeoff the oh, setup I, and I the I will say this: it, it, it disrupts the run. Yes, it does. Because it does it, it does the same thing to the hurdles. Yeah, it does the exact same thing to the hurdle because, like, it just gives too much. Yes. And so, when you talk about setting up the the last two steps to the hurdles or the last four to the long jump, the feel is totally different. Totally different. You know, totally different. And and I'll add this to the hurdle point: 
just like the actual hurdles themselves. The men's hurt, it is way diffi more difficult for the men to negotiate the 42-inch barriers than it is for the women to negotiate the 33s. Mm -hmm. But the women, by and large, have been able to get away with whatever benefits are coming with the new shoes, and there hasn't been a lot of disruption there. But you can see it clear as day in some of the men's races who, you know, it, it's it's throwing off the rhythms. Yeah. So I, I would I would I would say go back and look. I don't think a lot of women are aware. Oh, they are though. They I, are. I, I'm just saying. I, I, the I know Nike spikes. The, not yeah, the Nike, a lot of, but Nike. A lot of all. a lot. I just from my being around hurdlers, a mm. lot of them don't have the Nike spike. They don't. No, and, and well, uh, but part of that is sponsors, right? Toby absolutely is wearing the Adidas. The Jamaicans were absolutely wearing. Toby's not wearing the Adidas that no one ever wearing. I don't know what she has on her feet. That's not the same. She's Those wearing like the Avantis. She's actually wearing the distance shoe. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's not, it's not this. It's not this. Yeah, it's not. Well, is that does so? Does the Avanti is the Avanti the? So it has the same padding as right. a sprint shoe, right? But it actually has a heel. It yeah. has a heel. Exactly. So, so it actually goes shoe. straight through from the front to the back of the shoe. But it has the carbon fiber plate in there as well. Yes, it does. Yes. yes. So, so we're talking about one girl yep. who's not wearing the actual sprint shoe. Yeah. Because it, the sprint shoe gives it something different. If you look at um, um, uh, JCQ, that's not the Nike bubble spike she has. Mm -hmm. I don't. Well, think I, I haven't seen Quinn, but the Jamaicans were definitely wearing the Puma version at Worlds, and, and the Puma version is not. It's not. We're, just, we're all we're talking about right now is the carbon fiber. And, and okay, I, I don't know a Jamaican female hurdler other than the one that's running that fast. What's they got the silver medal, Brittany? Brittany, I said, I said, besides her, oh, okay, <laughs> okay, <laughs> I said that <laughs> anyway. She was on you, baby oh. girl. Well, this dude, what's he just funny wanted is, to argue about something, didn't he? He, he is feisty mouse <laughs> tonight. I like it. Oh, okay. I say, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, what I think is funny is like that question was asked, and I bet you would, the response wasn't necessarily going to be the shoe in their head. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like, 80% shoe. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's the coaching. It's the clarity of learning. It's the well, well, willingness well, well, to well, do well, let's, let's also be clear. There has to be some coaching going yeah because if anybody that's coached anybody that wears the shoe the shoe changes things yeah the negotiation <laughs> so, so you yeah so you you better be able to coach the changes it, it, it creates so there's some coaching going on and at a high level so yeah for sure for sure well uh wrapping up that loose conversation and let's start taking heads so uh lamar why not that be you this week um you are up for a round of would you rather Stop squinting. You're not going to hear me better. <laughs> I, I always feel like juiced about this for everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's your turn. And then it's my Well, turn. I don't know why you would ever be juiced about me because we know it's going to be suspect when <laughs> it's me. So, so, so I maybe, that, maybe that's why you're juiced. <laughs> I, I actually have a good one for you this tonight. I got a good like, one. I like it. Premeditated. And so Lucius, in your honor, I tried to give them some deliberately suspect questions. So, oh, thank uh, you so much. I appreciate that. Yeah. I, I, I tried to play fair this week. <laughs> okay. so, thank you. I appreciate that. Lamar, are you ready, sir? I am, ma'am. I am. All right. Would you rather have feet for hands or hands for feet? 
Hands for feet. Would you rather butcher the cow or kill the cow? Would I rather butcher the cow or kill the cow? Kill or kill it some other way? Like, no, cute, like cut it up after it's the, dead or be the, the, the butchering. The butchering is cutting it up. Yes. Yeah. Uh, oh, I'd rather kill the cow. <laughs> <laughs> we just go get that over with. Um, would you rather tell your boss the last thing you did wrong at work? Or tell your mom the last thing you did wrong in life. Well, that's such a, a cheat code question. I work for myself, so uh, I won't take the low hanging fruit. I will actually say I would rather tell my mom uh, the, <laughs> the last thing I did wrong in life. She would take that. She would find entertainment out of that. So, um, would you rather live next to a stadium or next to an airport? Next to a stadium. What? Oh, Would you rather walk on ice or hot cement with bare feet? Uh, ice. Would you rather bet all of your money on a racehorse or playing a hand in poker? Playing a hand in poker. 100%. <laughs> I literally know nothing about horse racing. Uh, would you rather clean someone else's toilet or the refrigerator? <laughs> um i would rather clean anyone's refrigerator than anyone's toilet yes that would include my own i don't like cleaning toilets it's gross oh see i think lamar is like more of a delinquent so even like the suspect questions weren't a suspect because he just answered them normally for the record I am boycotting this segment of the show for the rest of the rest of our careers. That was not appropriately suspect. suspect at all. Nothing really suspect at all. <laughs> I literally went. Is, hold, on a second, hold on a second. I appreciate your effort, but that was awful, too. Dang it! I literally went like toe for toe on your last round of questions. Is like this is equally as gross. No, you got you got to you got to go bare. Pick the wrong night, too. Pick the wrong night. All right, but I have I mean, a, you know, I have you, a, you, a look, you absolutely one. know you're my girl and I love you, but nah, not even I tried so levels. hard on this one. Well, I just premeditated that, that, that was not, yeah, that wasn't, that wasn't, no. All right, so we got the Diamond nope. League final coming up this week. We also have the start of the NFL season coming up this week. As you can see, Lamar is in his depression garb as a Giants fan. <laughs> so, sir. <laughs> Would you rather watch the Giants lose in the first round of the playoffs or watch the Cowboys lose in the first round? Of the <laughs> I mean, look, let's be clear. That's very funny. Let's be clear. I have seen four championships in my lifetime. If the Giants never win again, and that's coupled with the Cowboys continue to lose in the first round, I will die a happy man. I ain't mad at it. Oh, I listen, let me tell you something. There is no greater joy than watching the telecast pan through the crowd as the Cowboys. <laughs> As the cat, they call it what they call it. Uh, um, 
the surrender, the surrender cobra, cobra, the surrender cobra. <laughs> oh, this right here. Oh, it's the greatest. Whenever they pan the crowd, look, the memes about the Cowboys' inability to win playoff games are like they're so funny. I have to like take them in small bites because I can go down that rabbit hole for like an hour of my life. So, yes, thank you for laying that petty one up for me. Okay. So, I am going to give you one to ponder. Would you rather quote the governor in the 110 hurdles (laughs) or Clyde in the pole vault? Ooh. Okay, well, can I ask one question? Is this this for my livelihood or is this for my entertainment? (laughs) That's a good question. But so, so this is for my livelihood. No, no, look, this, this, this is how you got to feed your family. I'll make uh, this real. The governor and the hurdles, hundred <laughs> percent. That question. is absolutely <laughs> the right answer. That is absolutely the right answer. I want to see Clyde Polvo. If no, you if don't. I, if I could get <laughs> yeah, Clyde, I if I could get Clyde to one time, put the pole in the box with his hands high enough that it bent, just a quiver, that it bent just a little bit. If we could get a drone to have like right there, his facial expression, the sheer panic when the pole bends the first time. Listen, I could die. Hold on, hold on. I we, could die and go to heaven. Hold on, we're gonna pause this right here because I got news for y'all. Let me let me explain something to you. I jumped. I high jumped. Six four <sighs> and three fourths in the eighth grade. Here we go. In the eighth grade, I used to have a national record. Okay, but you're not pole vaulting that. No, I understand this. So this is the point. My <laughs> freshman year at high school, everyone knew I could high jump. The pole vaulters were over there doing what they do. And me being me, I was like, that looked easy. I got to jump with myself. Y'all got a stick to get you off the ground. And they said, okay, go ahead and try it. No coaching, handed me the pole. Oh. I ran down the runway. I got oh. the pole in the box. I grabbed it in an appropriate place for it to bend, and my face was like, what the? Yeah, yes, yes. That's and I almost I ended my life. Now, that's understand. The, that's what I want. I want that face right there. The bar was set at six feet. <laughs> okay? So there's no universe where I will ever do that, and that one experience is why no matter how many people told me I should try it, never entertained the decathlon. Like I said, I just want, look, the face that everyone makes the very first time the pole wall pole bends. Yeah. I'm going to bet you money that if you got the governor to actually start and run to the first hurdle the way he's capable of. Oh, we're going to be all right. That face is going, no, 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 no. That face is going to be very similar at the first hurdle. (laughs) It's going to be, it's going to be very similar. But it's survivable. It's survivable. But, but look, let's be clear. My frustration with the governor would not change because Mm -hmm. it's exactly what you just said. The governor has literally never run the way he's capable at something else. It's never happened. 
<laughs> but that's what I'm saying. So, but, but if he does, the face is gonna ha- his face is gonna happen. Uh, you know, anyway, you are 100 percent governor. Go- governor, you're up. You're up. All right. This this because, is because the... we know if he runs full speed, that's gonna get great. That's gonna get scary. Oh, it's gonna be it's definitely gonna be an epic crash too. It'll be amazing. <laughs> Would you rather have unlimited international first class tickets or oh. never have to pay for food at restaurants? Oh, unlimited international first class tickets or never have to pay for food at a restaurant at rest at any restaurants? Yes. Boy, stop. Uh, food for the rest of my life, 100%. I, I'll sit and coach between six fat people <laughs> to never wow. have to. I'm taking wow. first class tickets. There you go. I feed myself. Listen, I'm taking the flights all day. I, I all feel day. y'all on the flights, and trust me, y'all know as much as I travel. I would love that. I, I'm getting ready to say you're the tallest dude the question. in this situation. Ask the question. And, and first of all, let the record show you ain't sitting between no fat people. Quit telling that lie. I would if it was no, going to get me. Not. If it was going to get me no, free food wouldn't. for the rest look, of my life. You, you, look, you might go back there and coach, but the fat people's a deal breaker. I'm sorry. I mean, I know it's, you. De- it's definitely it's. it's, it's okay, because look, to, I'm gonna put you on a lifetime flight. Deal breaker. I'm gonna put you on a flight to Tokyo. And there's spillage, as we call it. You know, yeah, it's it's <laughs> awful. It's awful. Oh, I know he, you, brother. Look, look, he'll be texting me for the plane. Miles, I can't believe. <laughs> no, he already guaranteed Chalon. I have to sit next to him. I'm already a a buffer. Exactly. exactly. Okay. Okay. Listen. You know what? She mentioned it, so we're going to bring it up real fast. Nope. She says. She says. Do I have to sit next to you? Or can I have the window? I said, okay, let's think about that. You, <laughs> you fit in my pocket and you want to sit in the window where I always sit and you want me to sit in a middle seat or worse, an aisle seat. Because I think if we sit on the two on the end, that means I'm in an aisle seat where I always get my knees run over. I always get my hands smashed by the cart. Like <laughs> I'd rather sit in the middle than sit on the aisle, right? So I say, well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to sit on a window seat so you have two choices you can sit next to me or you can sit next to a stranger for the entire trip to europe i don't care and she's like but i want to sit in a window seat i said that's fine you and your you and your 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 stranger friend will y'all be <laughs> fast friends by the time you get to europe because i'm going to go to sleep i'm going to sleep too <laughs> so for the record i want everybody to notice that he complained about getting bumped into and all this stuff, <laughs> but he wants to sit between fat people. Yeah, sure. For free food. Listen, yeah, I don't think y'all understand. Like I don't, I'm not a foodie, but the one thing, the one thing I've never complained about the price of, this is just, this is the guy's honest truth, right? There are things that are just too expensive. It's like, there's no shot I'm doing that. We, we talked about the sneakers. I'm I, look, I'm a sneakerhead, but there's a price I'm not gonna pay. If the food, if like, if I get to taste the meal first, if it's really, really good, I probably wouldn't complain about the coffee. It's the one thing that I've just never like, you know, bargain shopped for. So if I could, if I could do that for the rest of my life and eat free, I'd probably do that. I mean, so basically he just said, if you see him in the streets, buy him something to eat. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you want, you want a friend for life. You could definitely do that. <laughs> All right. Well, fun, very, uh, exchanging would you rather this week so um in 
normal fashion, we will send off the night with some heartbeat props and uh, make sure that those who are here to hear them hear the compliments and uplifting that we give to them. Can I go first? Sure. Uh, to those of you who do know me, you know this, but those, those of you who don't, um, fantasy football is the actual football season for me. I love, I love college football. It's really fun. As Clyde said, I am a Giants fan, so this is also 17 weeks of pain for me. I'm okay with that. <laughs> but I'll say this, fantasy football is definitely one of man's five greatest inventions because it single-handedly has united football fans and gamblers in in the blissful idea that every football game matters right like i will meet i will watch a browns jag jaguars game if you know like when odell played for the browns i watched the browns every week painful as that was i did it See, you know I'm, that's, that's, you only get one word i was i'm warning <laughs> You know, I, it's funny that you mentioned that. I, I actually pulled up something for you the other day. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I knew this was coming. Again, uh, can, can we give the heartbeat props and get on with our lives? <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say this. There are four NFL football teams that have never played in a Super Bowl. And amazingly, the Browns are one of them. And I say amazingly because they have they won the most NFL championships before the Super Bowl. Thank you for continuing my pain. I appreciate that. So my, uh, <laughs> my heartbeat props. Hey, but you'll have a real quarterback by week 13. Hey, 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 hey. Heartbeat props. Um, my heartbeat props go out to all of those who are lovers of fantasy football like myself. This is the time of the year where you come up with cute names like uh, Jam Jamar chasing this bag. And uh, uh, my team's name this year is uh, Funk Joe Burrow because last year I got beat by a 74 point explosion by Joe Burrow in the semifinals and, and the internet won't let me use the other F word. So it's funk Joe Burrow. Uh, you know, football, professional football means more. <laughs> We're not going down that road tonight, but professional football does mean more if you play fantasy football. And so my heartbeat props go out to all the fantasy football leaguers out there who are now endeavoring to try to win the the ship the the belt the ring the whatever it is but most importantly to not be last because if you ever want to really be entertained just google uh fantasy football last place bets it's one of the most entertaining things you've ever seen in your life there was one guy had to play 18 holes of golf in a dress that's uh, you know, uh, my son's in 14. That's, that's all I can say. He's in 14 leagues. So, yeah, go fantasy football. Longest heartbeat props ever. <laughs> hey, I had to throw some shade at the Browns. And, and, and the Cowboys, yeah. Well, I didn't throw shade at the Cowboys. The, the Cowboys are just in the shade. Oh, my gosh. Who's next? <laughs> Who's oh next? my gosh! I I because I'm laughing. I will go next because I'm gonna try to get through this one. Um, <clears throat> my heartbeat props uh, are circling back to my family this week. 
um, Miss Tiana Madison and baby Kai um, are temporarily relocated to Ohio as she fulfills her online and internship um, requirements for finishing her undergrad degree for the University of Tennessee. Um, it's the toughest thing uh, for them to be away. And I can't, I can't articulate how proud I am of her for taking the time to finish that degree. Um, you know, they'll come back and forth and we'll do what we do and we're a family first and foremost, but I've never experienced um, having them away from me like that. And it's, uh, it's hard. So do your thing, kid. I know we're gonna be, you know, doing the uh, magna cum laude dance, you know, come, come this May and, you know, I miss y'all and I'm proud of you. Man, am I glad I went before him. Yeah. <laughs> I've I've got nothing. Hey, you know what? I'm proud of you too, T. Good job. <laughs> right. Heartbeat props to you, T. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Man. I, I, I will say this as far as heartbeat props. You know, we we talk a lot about um the the coaching carousel and the people that have jobs and unfortunately what creates the coaching carousel is a lot of times people losing their jobs so my heartbeat props go out to the coaches out there that don't have jobs that are struggling to find jobs and as it gets later in this process it gets tougher for them so i just want to encourage you guys to keep your heads up and uh, keep keep uh keep ooh, pounding the pavement and uh, again, I'm gonna keep circling back to that mental health piece. If you know people out there that are struggling to find jobs, not just in this profession or others, you know, keep an eye out, listen to them, you know, support them. And, uh, you know, good job, Tiana. Uh, real quick, funny that you said that for Harpy Props. Um, quick Harpy Props to David Burnett. He actually just got, or announced, I should say, um, the iOS or hit. Iowa Western head job. So new ringleader over there. Good stuff. Um, way to be patient. Uh, he's been waiting for a great position for him and, and one came too. And so timing couldn't be better for him and his family. So good luck to you as you get ready to move and um, leave this great state of Texas. So with that. Enjoy Council Bluffs, my guy. With that, we'll round out the show on that note. And other than that, have a great week weekend ahead of you all, and we'll see each other in a few days. Bye, everyone. When the lights come on, the roads get to running. When the lights come on, the opponents mess the plumbing. But you like it warm, hot, and knife the butter. Truth pin them hard, knock them off that rebuttal. Tsunami, tidal wave to your puddle. Tough love punch when the arms, little brothers. Athletics double, I'll see it, there's no others. Track the field's pace and we'll peel to go further. Hey, Wiley, Coyote, it's Roadrunners. Feels like you know us, you've been with us the whole summer. If not for this quarantine, these four corners wouldn't be here, but we're here, so start learning. You gotta earn your stripes, gotta get your scars. Show you how to fight, but show us who you are. 
lack experience, but still you wanna talk. And who is that you talk to? Your circle's kinda small. Heads prevail when the backbone's strong. Gotta keep it coming, no, won't last long. Pass a fail, then sell the sad song. And if you don't check yourself, then that's wrong. Just trying to give you the real that you asked for. So why you keep cutting us off to ask more? We put it in slow mo, but you fast forward. Athletics, devil, I'll see the task force.